We have a very beautiful person. I can still say that, can I? Miss TriStar volunteer Lydia Fisher live and in studio. Good morning. Good morning, Ben. How are you? I have a lot of coffee inside of me. So how are you doing? Well, I have a lot of ghost energy drinks inside of me. So What's I'm a feeling- ghost energy drink? Well, it's just some, it's a, a certain brand of energy okay. drink. So caffeine, it's, it's a very key vital thing. <laughs> so let's talk about your big trip coming up. And I want everybody to go to our website. If you go to kwamradio.com, the second story is all about what my next guest, the guest I'm talking to, Lydia, is getting ready to do. You're going to D.C. I am. Tell us about it. Well, I will be traveling to D.C. February 14th through the 18th. And on the 17th of February, I'll be laying a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery, which I'm so excited about. As it's mentioned in my article, I'm the granddaughter of an Army paratrooper, and my uncle served as a dentist and a captain in the Army, so I have that personal connection to it's it. family history. Yes. And family history. Just family history and that honor to be able to honor the veterans who are unfortunately, like, unfortunately unable to make it home and those who are not remembered, but we still are able to remember them by placing that wreath right. and that small action of gratitude. Have you been there before? I have not. I it's going to blow I went, your mind. I went to D.C. when I was about seven years old, so I wasn't able to appreciate it then, but now that I'm having this opportunity to go back, it's going to hit home in a whole other way. Yeah, you're also not only laying a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, I understand you're going to go to the White House. You'll also be with some of the Tennessee delegation, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Yes, Senator Marsha Blackburn, her team was very kind to organize a tour of the Capitol as well as the tour of the White House. And I'm also in contact with Senator Haggerty's team to be able to spread the word about the cause that I am also fundraising for the Shelby County Veterans Court Foundation by being able to, like, unfortunately, Senator Haggerty would not be present because they are going to be in recess. Ah. But I will be able to talk with many of his legislative aides who do a lot of the a lot of the nitty gritty work for yeah. our, our senators. Yeah. So they're very much appreciated. Speaking to Miss Tristar, Tristar excuse me volunteer Lydia Fisher she is in D- she is live in studio we're talking about her big trip going to DC where she will honor our veterans um i will say personally i was able to go to the Tennessee Veterans Cemetery and that was remarkable yes um to see so many people that paid that ultimate sacrifice and those are those that have gone on a f- an uh, interesting fact that really blew my mind, and I know you can speak more to this, mm-hmm. is we have the largest veteran population in the volunteer state, and yet some of the littlest resources for them. It's true. Like When I see on the corner of the streets, I see someone with a sign saying, who's homeless who says that they were a veteran. It just breaks my heart that people who lay down their lives, who risk so much for our country and our freedom, are not given the the treatment that they are de- they deserve, which is why I'm so grateful for the Shelby County Veterans court which my family we've been involved with them and have helped their their uh, veterans who are going through the program be able to get jobs because having a job and having that support system people who care help get them back right on track is something that makes all of the difference so talking a little bit more about the shelby county veterans treatment court you're with the foundation correct correct the veterans court it's a federal body so i can't give them money I I can't raise money for the court specifically because it's a federal body. They need federal funding, which Mm -hmm. is why I'm grateful for that opportunity to talk with Haggerty's eggs. But the the treatment court, they of the foundation, they're able to fundraise as a nonprofit body. Good. So they're 
partnering up with you. Yes. Yes, the, the trip to D.C. Yes. Um, it is really neat. And I think you should, if you have time, go over to their website. Again, all of this information in this story on our website, Mighty990.com. Also, ways to send and help Lydia go to Washington, D.C. to represent everybody back in this area as we honor those that paid the ultimate sacrifice. I think it's really important to do that. So go donate, help our friend Lydia out. And why I say friend is because not only is she a beauty queen, she's also KOM's latest employee. I know. I have Welcome two to the team. Ti- I have two titles, Lydia, the Miss- call screener and Miss TriStar Volunteer. Miss KOM. There we go. Miss KWAM. We could do a beauty pageant here, and I can promise you right now, you would win it because you are outnumbered like 10 to 1. I don't know. I think you'd probably give me a run for my money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very kind of you. All right. So talk about your journey into this world of pageantry. Was it something you did when you were two? I, I wish. Sometimes I wish I could go back and make that first jump into pageantry when I was very young. But I did grow up watching Miss America, Miss USA. I'd have watch parties with a family friend who was the one who inspired me to want to get involved. Her name was Kathy Manning. She was a former Miss Mississippi back in 1984. She was second runner up at Miss America. We all say she should have won, but... You just never know. She was a kind lady who always believed in me that I could do that one day, but I just never found the right time. Of course, there's never the right time to be able to do it, but when I turned about 20, it was about a sophomore in college, I just went to see a local pageant in person and just felt inspired that, Lydia, it's time for you to take that first step. So about five years ago, I did my first local, and five years later, here we are. You went to the University of Memphis. Do they have a degree in like this or no? A degree in pageantry. That wouldn't that be something? Because uh, it, it, it is a science. It is it a, is a science. science. And so much work. I mean, n- you need a syllabi. You need the courses. You also have to spend some money. Right. It could be a whole BA. Like it, it, it should. Like Maybe we should need to pitch that. <laughs> but um, So you go to the University of Memphis. I did. I, had, I have a degree in musical theater, my BFA in musical theater. I love to perform on stage, which when you think of pageantry, you think, oh, I have to have a talent. My talent is singing. I I tried the dancing route, but I have two left feet. You might, and we had those pageant opening numbers, a little razzle dazzle. You may be looking at her like, what is she doing? But I love the aspect of performing on stage. And then the public speaking aspect, it was not something that was easy for me. That is really what helps win in the interview room. You have to be able to sh- uh, show who you are and that you're someone who can be trusted with this opportunity is it to like be. a job interview kind of? Exactly. They just grill you? Exactly. And you see, you, I saw, did you see that uh, article a couple weeks ago where Unfortunately, people in our generation, we're not given the skills needed to be able to handle job interview skills. No, no we like, get in front of people and we crack. We yeah. crack and just... I cracked. Like I think of beauty queens, we are the type of women who are grace under pressure. Mm-hmm. That is how it, they're able... Pageantries, it's so much more than winning a crown. When you're able to get these skills and apply them in everyday life, that's where you really win. Yeah. Um, I've got to ask... 
do you have to do this swimsuit competition? Yes, I know that's controversial. I know that's controversial. I wasn't sure if they still did that. We do. Okay. We do. Miss Vo- Tennessee Volunteer, we have talent. We have interview, evening gown, and fitness, and a top five onstage question. Okay. Where is one of your favorite places to work out in the city? Well, I actually work out at Crunch. I just had a little uh, cardio workout at Crunch down the road. Nice. Uh, this is a rapid fire. My <laughs> third question. We're going through. Answer quickly. Okay. When they place the crown on your head, which has happened to you, <laughs> what do you have to rehearse that, or is that real? You know how like the girls start crying and stuff. Well, we also we're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But then in that moment, you my, your mind just goes blank, and you've seen my crowning pictures. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. We'll be following your journey because what's up next? What's up next? Uh, well, my trip to D.C., of course, but uh, on top of making other appearances in the community on behalf of the Veterans Court Foundation and my personal platform, Lydia's Light, where I, I advocate for students with learning disabilities, I'll continue my work with that. But if anyone wants to follow my journey to Miss Tennessee Volunteer, it will be held at July 24th to the 27th at the Carl Perkins Civic Center in Jackson, Tennessee. Miss Tennessee Volunteer. How cool is that? All right, Lydia, thanks for dropping by. I'll see you in two seconds on the other side of work. (laughs) All right, it was fun. Lydia Fisher, go to our website, kwamradio.com. Everything you need to know about her journey is there, and you can help Lydia get to D.C. and continue doing the great work for our veterans there. Have a great day. We'll talk tomorrow at 7.